Welcome to Harper Academic Calling. Our podcast is designed to give educators, students, as well as every reader, a behind-the-scenes chat with a range of our authors, from well-loved favorites to up-and-coming debut writers, about their books. I'm Diane Burrows, Director of Academic Marketing at HarperCollins. Today we are talking to Lucy Ann Hurston, Chair of the Sociology Department of Manchester Community College in Connecticut. And we're going to discuss why Zora Neale Hurston's Their Eyes Were Watching God was a, a pick for their common read and how their common read program works. Hi, Lucy. Hello, how are you, Diane? I'm good. So, Lucy, tell me, how long has Manchester had a Common Read program? We started the Common Read at the college in 2013. And we, we wanted to provide students with skills and knowledge and confidence to succeed in college. And reading um, it really has kind of, on a national level, fallen away from the mainstream. And so it's a way to focus the students back on uh, encouraging them to think and read, to problem solve, to write critically, um, to do analysis, and to gain organizational skills, and to find something in common that they can chat about in formal or informal, oral or written ways with their peers, with um, everybody that's involved in um, our common read program, which goes beyond the 22 sections that we teach that use the common read. Do you use, do you bring in the local community as well? Well, we have 22 sections um, that we call FYE first year experience um, um, classes that use the common read as part of their curriculum. But we also invite our um, Manchester Public Library, which is extremely active, all of the local and surrounding towns that send their students to us at the college, and those high schools are involved. We also have an inner magnet school, a high school within the college, and so we incorporate them as well. So we generally had for um, their eyes a little over a thousand participants at some level or another. You know, faculty groups that get together, um, you know, anyone that's got a book group, anyone that hears about the common read that wants to participate. We share the books with them, we share the programming with them. That's really exciting. It was like the year of Zora. That's wonderful. So tell me, I mean, so did you actually um, have the students read the book during the summer or did they start right on at the fall on campus? No, they started with, at the fall. We wanted to make sure everybody was off to a good, solid, um, and uh, synchronized to start, so to speak. And because there can be challenges with the language sometimes, with um, Laura writing in dialect as she did, we wanted to make sure that everybody got a good push off. Um, and so we don't leave them to their own devices over the summer. Um, with this text, um, we did it with the programming and starting on campus. We had displays in the library. We talked about the intersection of biography and history when looking at literary works. You've got to figure when in history this was done, by whom, what was the standing of that person or that person's group. 
um, it, at that point in history to understand the challenges that they were up against, uh, perhaps in getting this done. Um, using uh, the oral um, reading of the text initially by Ruby D helps them tune their ears to the dialect that that Zora wrote in. Um, we have a fantastic library staff that uh, provided exhibits um, in the glass cases in the library, as well as what we call LibGuides, online programming set up around um, a certain text. And we have a coordinator for the Common Media Initiative whose job it is to be the one person that pulls all the strings together. Wow. I have to say, I mean, it sounds like you couldn't walk on campus without hearing somebody talk about their eyes were watching God during that, during that whole year. Uh, were there any really su real surprises for you in terms of how a faculty member incorporated the book into, the, into his or her course? Well, what was nice was that it went well beyond the English department, um, the uh, writing uh, courses, and the first year experience. We had the art department, um, gives lectures and presentations on the Harlem Renaissance artwork. We had the music department talk about um, the music of that era. We had speakers, uh, speakers and lectures, and we showed several different movies. We did show the movie um, and then had a talk back afterward. We had uh, the spoken word. Um, there were 10 discussion groups that were set up that were attended by a myriad of different different people. And depending on the department that you're in, you could talk about the history of um, when the book was written or the life um, term of the author. In sociology classes, which is what I teach, gives you the chance to bring out um, issues of race, of gender, of class, of geography. Um, so you could use it as a, with a unique uh, approach based on your discipline as the primary focus of what the book is about or as a research-based um, focus on how you go about examining a text, how to do critical thinking, um, and to go beyond what an assignment is to see the more rounded picture of what's involved in a text. Well, I have to say, I mean, for me, Janie is such a, a feminist icon, and I'm wondering what was the reaction to young men on campus to the book? Uh, you know, when I was teaching, I taught the first year experience for the year that we that we started with the Rise of Watching God. Um, it was actually my second year. We, we did a previous uh, book before, so I got my feet wet with how to teach the FYE section. And then when I when it came time to do the Rise of Watching God, I taught, taught that, and it took them, they were a little taken aback to know that it was Zora's niece that was teaching them <laughs> sex. So they, they felt, they were a little awestruck. But I was surprised at how very even the intrigue and interaction was between the male and female students in talking both about Janie and about the three men in her life. So that it was it was surprising that the that the that the males in the class um, wanted to talk about the relationships and who they sided with and how they thought you know um, Tea Cake was and and Logan. It was it was very interesting and I think they surprised themselves on how much they had to say about the issue once they knew how to talk about the issue. Yeah, and I think for um, for young students just coming out into the world, Janie is such a wonderful um, character to follow because 
you know, despite the fact that those relationships were very important to her and life-changing, it was her relationship with herself. Um, for me, as a young student reading the book, I remember thinking, you know, she's starting to care a little more about what she wants than what, about what everybody else wants. And I think that's a pretty powerful lesson. It is. It's the acknowledgement that you're not in control, first of all, of your own life and that you're living somebody else's ideals. And coming to terms with that was one thing. And I think it relates still, you know, after all this time from 1937, it relates to how young students, predominantly maybe females, think about themselves. Who are they living their lives for? And who are they associating themselves with? And who are they attempting to please? Do they want to be the property of and be thought of as secondary to? Um, or do they want to try and find their own way, even if it means defying the customary standards? And that was one of the things that, in my class at least, we talked about when we went to the faculty lectures, um, when we went to the panel. It was the things that I pushed my students to ask questions about. Wow. So in the end, I have to say, it sounds like their eyes were watching God really helped you accomplish those goals that you had for the program. Um, is there anything else you want to you want to tell me about the program? How did how did the year end for for you and the students? For me, it ended sadly because it was over, <laughs> and I very much um, loved watching the growth of my students and the ability to stand up for the oral presentations at the end of a fifteen week semester and to be able to speak confidently. Um, to understand the diversity um, that, that there is in different ways of looking at um, examining a text that, you know, unlike high school, this taught them from a college perspective, a college-level perspective, that there are multiple perspectives that you can take, um, and neither one of them is more right or more wrong than the other, but based on your lived experiences and how you interpret the text and analyze it, that this is what was important and what you saw priority-wise and gives you a respect for a difference of opinion when another student stands up and says, well, this is what I saw and what I thought were the, were the top three things um, of most import in this text. And they were able to defend and um, critique intellectually, and I was so proud of them for that. It became a true exercise in encouraging students to become uh, participants in their education, and they were very empowered after this. Well, I, I think that's really exciting because I, I know that um, because Manchester is a community college, a lot of kids are working part-time, working sometimes full-time, and to see them be able to focus that way and become part of the community on campus so immediately seems like a very important factor. And, and she, it really is. And I will tell you, I went to Manchester Community College as a student. I earned my first degree from there in general studies. And to be back there now as a faculty member um, and to understand what it means to teach a community college group of students, you have 35 students um, in a room at, at, at max. And you've got a varying level of experience and exposure and age and ex all of that at one time. You've got to keep um, all the places fitting. You've got to teach to a vast, uh, divergent population all at one time, right? The job of a community college professor is 
I think, much more difficult than a university professor where there's a lot more homogeneity going on in the room. Everybody passed the SAT scores and everybody's placed into a room within a, sh a small range of uh, diversity as far as their abilities. The community college has returning students, um, uh, students that didn't fare well or maybe took a gap uh, or just want to stay close to home or really want to take advantage of spending those first two years of money at a smaller, cheaper environment with the same high standard and quality and transferability and then going on to the university. So we've got all of that sitting in the room. I could have a high school student from the middle school, uh, the middle college, uh, at 15 sitting in the same room with a senior citizen that's already got a master's degree and is there just auditing a class and everything in the, in the, in the middle. So what you have is students learning to respect the diversity of experience that could be sitting right next to them. And that's what made teaching this so interesting because everybody had something in their background to uh, add to the discussion on um, this important work, The Eyes of Watching God. Several of the students had even read it in high school, but had so much more to say about it, having read it now as a college student and with the coordination of programming that we had around this. Wow, it sounds like it was such a success, but now I know you're sad it's over, but now you have to start again. You have to, you're going to have to beat it, beat this one for next year. So um, is your committee already started reading? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, I know that we've done uh, several several books, um, and I think we're on two-year rotations now. Okay. We did Beach. Um, we did The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Mm -hmm. And again, the programming around this comes from the myriad of wonderful faculty and staff that we have working at the community college level. So when we did The Beach, we had people um, in our, in our, on our faculty that had spent time during their university years traveling or backpacking across East Asia, okay? And they could give presentations on that. The Science and Allied Health Department went crazy when we did The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. So there was so much that they could do that was science-based around this, as well as the English Department is enjoying whatever it is that's selected, but that's their forte. So wow. to do their eyes of God brought the black history into it, brought jazz into it, brought different types of food into it, from the culinary, talking about Southern cooking. Um, it were, it's, it's a joy to be able to do a lot of different things based on the discipline, but all of us at the community college focused on giving our students what they need to be the best and to be critical thinkers and participants in life. It sounds like a wonderful, just a wonderful introduction to critical thinking, college-level writing, and the community that you want on campus. I'm glad it was such a success. Congratulations. Thank you so very much. I have to say, I mean, it sounds like you do so much programming around whatever book you choose. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. And you I know... know we, give, we give everyone at the college a chance to shine on this so that it's not just a book and it's always an English department thing. Right. You know? And that everybody jumps in. All right, we're gonna we're gonna end ourselves there. Lucy, it was so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much All for right. the opportunity and, to do this. All right, take care. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Harper Academic Calling. Subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite third party app for more episodes. And be sure to visit us at harperacademic.com for more information about this and other great books.